You're listening to Dirty Feet, a dance podcast. I'm Allison Burns. This is Allison Burns here, the uh, only team member from Dirty Feet that you ever really hear from these days. But I have to say, I don't do this podcast on my own. Uh, Although I do tend to do the majority of the interviews these days and the production of them, I'm still heavily supported by Paula Flalo and the No More Radio Network uh, for technical questions and backup and also guidance in the whole realm of podcasting. Also on the team is Tristan Henry, who has been our resident composer since year one you go back to episode 33 of the Dirty Feet podcast, we had an episode called The Musician's Perspective, where we talked to some composers who work on dance. Just like in the last episode where we got to speak with a musician who was working with a choreographer, it is a unique perspective to be a musician creating work for choreography, for dance. Now, Tristan Henry is a composer, a multi-instrumentalist, and a teacher. And he's currently based out of Montreal. He holds an AEC in audio techniques from Musique Technique and a BFA in composition from Concordia University. He's actually advanced his studies since then as well, if I'm not mistaken. He has a history of creating music for dance, primarily thanks to the fact that his sister is a choreographer and dancer. He has had his work featured in the Fringe Festival, Festival Quartier Danse, as well as multiple independent productions in the disciplines of dance, theater, and film. And the reason that we're highlighting Tristan today is because we have some brand new, fresh tracks from him for your listening pleasure. He is releasing a solo piano album on May 18th, 2017, and we're going to take some time today to listen to those tracks and promote this launch. And additionally, we're going to have some long distance questions answered by Tristan. So right off the bat, let's fill out that bio for you. Tell us a little bit about what you've been studying music wise, and how you make the choices on how to study, not just taking lessons in different instruments, but kind of furthering your studies with the audio techniques and composition. Why did you pick the studies you did? Well, I started uh, at Canterbury High School in Ottawa. Um, I was studying percussion at the time. And uh, it started earlier, of course, playing piano. So as you said, taking lessons, basically. But um, decided that uh, instead of continuing in percussion and continuing on a specific instrument, I wanted to go into composition. Uh, Kind of, you know, get get, get to the front of the orchestra and not in the back all the time. So uh, I went to Concordia and studied composition. And... At the end of that, noticed that I, I had a good uh, basis of, of musical knowledge, but lacked a lot of technical skills and technical understanding of basically what to plug in where and and how all the uh, alternative current works, basically. Now, lots of composers work with dance artists. Not so many composers necessarily have a sister that they work for. How is it working with a sibling in this context? Yeah, well, my sister uh, also went to Canterbury High School, and uh, before even I really got into music, when I was pretty young, around the age of seven, she was taking piano uh, before me, and and my eldest sister, uh, not Nicola Fridgen, who at the time was also a dancer, uh, also went to Canterbury High School, and um, 
so I guess Nicola kind of got into dance because of her a little bit. So throughout my life, there was always people dancing in the house. We had a, a ballet bar and a piano kind of uh, not too far from one another. So it was pretty natural for me. I've never really liked to move too, too much if I can help it, but uh, always enjoyed making people move. So that was kind of the, 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 the first start for me of starting on percussion, which is a very fundamental instrument for, for helping uh, dancers move, I think. From your perspective, what is the fundamental difference about composing music to be played on its own and composing music that's going to accompany such a thing as dance or theater or film? Well, I think it really depends. Um, sometimes I do compose things that I never intended to, to go anywhere for theater, dance or film, but, the, but they are picked up and someone is interested in using it in such a way. Um, often, though, yeah, I am writing specifically for uh, one of those mediums you mentioned. And I think one thing is it's a matter of, of keeping an audience uh, interested and engaged in what you're doing. So sometimes if you know you're going to have the aid of an image, there is more room for, I guess, sparseness or, or more, more ambiance instead of having to constantly give the listener or the, uh, the audience information. You can kind of you kind of know you have someone else to help you with the performance and you're not all alone. So when you are doing it for solo, as, uh, as, as I've been doing a little bit now, there is more you have to do. You do have to fill in. You do have to keep the audience engaged. You have to make sure that there's enough changes and enough, enough information coming to the audience that they're engaged and that they're not bored, really. Tell us a little bit more about the solo project. Well, its title is Unprepared Piano. It's a solo um, album of about 10 songs, approximately five minutes each. And uh, it's been about two years that I've been writing and working on these songs. And it was um, a very interesting project for me because I, I, I do strive to not play my own pieces if I can help it. And um, for this project, I decided to, to go ahead and do the recording and the performance myself. Um, also, through uh, the school that I just graduated from, Music Technique, I met, met a lot of new people that were able to help me with the recording process. Although I did learn to do it myself, uh, I learned as well that it's important to have outside ears to help you along the way for the project. So that was a, a, a very interesting thing to have. Uh, for instance, Karim Blondie was helping me, and then I went and had it mastered by uh, Ryan Murray, who's a, a notable mastering engineer here in Montreal. And um, yeah, it was a big learning experience for myself, I titled it The Unprepared Piano because uh, I do plan to do another album later in the year, hopefully, uh, called Prepared Piano. And for some people who don't know, Prepared Piano is um, sort of invented by John Cage, it's fair to say. Uh, and it's it basically involves sticking various hardware and, and nuts and bolts and pieces of rubber and strange things into the the inside of a piano to change the tones and change the timbers that you can get out of it. Usually you end up with quite a percussive instrument. And I have done it before, but never a, a full-length album. So it's sort of the first part to a two-parter. Tell us why you've chosen to do this solo piano project at this point in time in your life. Well, honestly, after graduating from Concordia, I had a bit of a writer's block and uh, spent a lot of time. I was still playing music here and there, but not really composing and working on anything uh, of my own. Um, so it just sort of came to a point where it was time for me to to release something of, of length and and put put in a lot of time into writing a, a grouping of pieces that work well and something that's really coherent. All right. So I think it's time for us to take a listen to some of these tracks from your new 
solo piano album. Can you introduce us to the music we're going to be hearing today? This piece is called Low Visibility.
This piece is called Nowhere. Now you'll be hearing rain.
So once again, I've been speaking with Tristan Henry, who is the resident composer for the Dirty Feet podcast. Every episode, you're listening to original compositions by Tristan Henry at the top and the end of the show. And today we're featuring him in honor of his upcoming album launch on May 18th. And just before we say goodbye, Tristan, can you give us the details for your album launch? Yeah, so the uh, album launch is going to be Thursday, May 18th at 6.30. It's at the Steinway Piano Gallery in Ottawa. It's uh, 1481A Innes Road. So it's 6.30 on May 18th. And of course, if you can't make it, it will be available um, online uh, on Spotify and iTunes and Apple Music, basically anywhere uh, you can stream or, or download music online. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. One final note to my Dirty Feet listeners. You may have heard me mention that I'm doing a fringe show for the Ottawa Fringe Festival this summer called Do You Want to Live Forever? We had a fundraiser for it that I mentioned a couple episodes ago. And I am pleased to say that we will be featuring music composed by Tristan Henry in the show itself. So there's yet another opportunity if you're in O-Town to catch his work and I'm very grateful to have Tristan lend his talent to both this podcast and my choreographic project. Until next time. You've been listening to Dirty Feet. I'm Alison Burns with a few thank yous. First to Paula Flalo and the No More Radio Network. Also to Mainline Theatre and Montreal Improv Theatre and to all present and past team members who can be found on our website, dirtyfeetpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Dirty Feet Podcast, and follow us on Twitter at Dirty Dirty Feet. Thank you for listening. Until next time.